Shalom. Good afternoon. Welcome to the another edition of the Chai Academy, and uh, being broadcast from the Chai Center. So we we've embarked on a new course, and and uh, we started a few days ago. Each one is 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 it stands stands on its own merit. So it's not necessarily a continuum, unless by rare exception it will be. So the course is Jewish Ethics and Beliefs. And today, today, um, yesterday we discussed stumbling blocks and things like that. Don't put a stump, what does it mean? Don't put a stumbling block in front of the blind. Um, today's course is going to be on the very famous line in the Torah where it says an eye for an eye. You know, justice, an eye for an eye. What does it mean? Now, Shalom Eileen. Um, what's interesting is this eye for an eye business is probably the most vilified line in in um, of all of the Torah. Um, the 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 um, it seems barbaric, an eye for an eye, you know, revenge, and um, and in fact, you know, Israel a lot of, a lot of the times with Israel is they say oh, they're taking revenge on the Arabs and. And an eye for an eye, because that's that is, you know, that's what their Taurus says. So, um, you know, it's 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 uh, vengeance, and and Christians, we have a New Testament where we don't do eye for an eye. We turn the other cheek, and it's the Old Testament, and it's the Jews, and it's the Hebrews, and the Israelis, and the IDF. Um, they have such a thing called an eye for an eye. Eye for an eye, direct consequence and um, you know, they take your eye out you take their eye out your your tooth their tooth their life your life uh, you know your life their life etc etc so it, it needs it needs clarification what it means an eye for an eye now it's it's while it seems harsh it actually in contrast to to every other society out there especially in the times when the, when the Jews when the, when the when the when the um, Hebrews Israelites received the Torah it w it was so progressive it was so far advanced of all the tribes and it's even advanced in today's standards if you think about that region in the Middle East um, you know um, they they um, they're truly literally an eye for an eye as we'll soon discuss, an eye for an eye is, is, is the Torah's form of justice. Um, eye for an eye is, is, is so far, so far superior. You know, if you've ever watched Aladdin, and, and I'm not a thousand percent sure this happens, but if you ever watch Aladdin, you know, they catch a thief, they cut your arm off, okay? Because you stole, that's an eye for an eye. Judaism finds that abhorrent, abhorrent. Never cut somebody's arm off because they're 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 uh, you know they're, they're they stole something. Would never cut someone's you know genitalia off because they had illicit sex or or or, or same sex, you know, with the same same gender. I mean, it, it's doesn't happen. Just it's not it's not the case. Um, so and in fact, in fact, back then, back then. Before the Torah, before the book code 
from the Torah was given, um, they have something before it. It's called the Hammurabi Code. The original Hammurabi Code was was basically it, it was a code written on this this um, it's from Babylon, and it was before the Torah was given, and it was a code that people lived by. The, the original Hammurabi Code, by the way, you know, which which was um, engraved on a seven and a half foot stone, can be found in, in in Paris in the museum. But the Hammurabi Code um, is 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 basically it it, um, it 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 is bizarre compared to Torah. So let me give you an example: Hammurabi Code Law Two Two Nine. If Person A is a builder, and he builds a house, a construction, something for person B. The construction was not built properly, and the construction part of the, or all part, whatever, it doesn't matter, of the construction fell, and it killed person B's daughter. According to the Hammurabi Code, the contractor, the contractor, who is um, person A, because the contractor's building killed person B's daughter, person A's, A's daughter is put to death. That is the Hammurabi Code. Judaism completely, completely rejects this notion. And that's what an I for an I means, right? And as we'll explain, right? An I for an I, the punishment, A has to fit the crime, but that's loosey-goosey because it could truly be an I for an I. We'll talk about that. But an I for an I is you don't, take the punishment out on the perpetrator's kids. If person A built a building not to standards, right, and was negligent, you deal with person A. You don't deal with person A's daughter. That's obscene. You want to say person A's daughter was, was also part of the contract, you know, the team that contracted the bond. It's one thing, okay, so you're held liable. You're a perpetrator as well. But eye for an eye, the first thing we have to realize what eye for an eye means is that the person that committed the crime or the negligence has to be dealt with. And you don't, do not bring other family members, you know, broad, you know, net and other family members. That's the first thing. Um, furthermore, if there's an accident, even negligence, by the way, if there's an accident as opposed to premeditated, if there's an accident, you never kill the perpetrator. You just don't. Premeditated murder, we could talk about, and we will. But if there's an accident, an accident happens, you don't kill the perpetrator. You don't, right? I, not life. Right? Judaism rejects 
the notion that it has to, um, you take a life over an accident. Judaism also rejects the notion that, that uh, Judaism embraces the notion that it has to be, the punishment has to be commensurate with the deed and not exceed. The punishment must never exceed the deed. So to kill person A's daughter because person B's daughter was killed isn't, is, is completely off the mark. Also, as the, 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 the um, rabbis in the Talmud, the commentary, Rashi, other places, and, and it's discussed in the Talmud, when they say eye for an eye is not literally to be taken literally. You punch somebody and you knocked out their eye, so your eye has to be taken out. We have to take your eye out. First of all, take somebody's eye out, you can kill them. You can literally kill them. So it means, it means, um, it, it means that you, you um, it's a monetary punishment. And the commentaries and the Talmud explain how it's done. What would somebody be worth on the butcher's block, on the slave market, which they, we, we don't have it really today, but we do have actuaries. So somebody on an actuarial market, what are they worth with an eye or without an eye? How much is that eye worth? In olden times, it was done on the butcher's block, the slave's block, slave block. Nowadays, it's done actuarially. So is an eye worth $1,000, $5,000, $50,000? Is an eye worth $100,000? What is an eye worth? We know, we know that that's how it's done in a court of law today, and that's how it was done. That's how the Torah said that what is a slave worth with both eyes or with one eye? Oh, there's a $17,000 difference. So that's what that person has to pay to the person whose eye, he, 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 you know, he punched, he, you know, that, that, that he, was, he was culpable for losing that person's eye, for causing that person to lose the eye. So it's, 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 it doesn't mean, doesn't mean literally at all. Not at all. The only exception, as we said earlier, the only exception to the above is pre-meditation. If you, 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 it's not an accident. It's not negligence. The Torah tells us you plan a murder, you're going to receive capital punishment. You plan a murder and you executed the murder, not just a plan, but you planned and executed the murder. The Torah's ethics teach us that capital punishment is acceptable is acceptable and is what is needed for, for for a murder that's premeditated however if you murdered somebody by torturing them for days on end you know you've locked them up in your basement you're 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 a, you know a sadist you're a masochist you're a charles manson type person and you you know limb by limb you know uh um, who writes who writes these crazy novels? Jeffrey Deaver, I think his name is. 
where, where he writes, writes novels about, you know, <laughs> insane people that, uh, that Lincoln Rhyme has this, has, right, you know, he has to save, um, you know, and so you, the, the person was tortured, incredibly tortured, raped, then killed. The Torah tells us that the person, yes, the person needs capital punishment, but you don't rape and kill them. The, the punishment of taking their life is done swiftly. Done swiftly. This is, by the way, one of the ways that we know that Jews did not kill Yashka Jesus. It's because Judaism would never, ever torture somebody by hanging them on a cross until they die by, 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 by um, either hypothermia, dehydration, or sunburn. The methods of killing an individual is done swiftly, as swift as we can. It's all over. It's all over. Less than the time it takes to do a mercy killing by, by, by um, lethal injection. Decapitation happens immediately. It's gory, but it happens immediately. And you know, you know, the person doesn't have to get into a lecture chair for six minutes until they expire. Um, or lethal injection for who knows how long until the heart stops. Um, it, it, it is done swiftly. So capital punishment is in such a small amount of cases. Otherwise, it's eye for an eye, monetary, monetary. Never literally an eye for an eye, tooth for tooth, leg for a leg, arm for an arm, limb for a limb. Doesn't happen, just doesn't happen. It's all what is it, what is it person worth with one leg, with both legs, actuarially, right? An eye for an eye teaches us another incredible Jewish ethic. That a person killed somebody, premeditation, premeditatively. I think I said that word wrong. That was kind of a George W. Bush uh, pronunciation. Nu nu nuclear, nu nu nuclear, um, nuclear. Um, an eye for an eye means that if somebody killed somebody, you can't say, okay, it's punishable by death or a million dollars. No, it's punishable by death. You cannot get away by giving money. You can't do that. The Beth then won't accept it. You can't buy your way out of this buster. Right? And now, now we don't really have the Judaism doesn't have the death penalty. We don't have our temple. We don't have our grand Sanhedrin, the, you know, the court of law. Of, of, excuse me, court of law of 71 people. We just don't have it. We don't have it. So now perhaps there's a monetary punishment, there's imprisonment, whatever. But according to the strict letter of the law, you can't buy your way out. You can't. Eye for an eye. Kill somebody, you're going to be killed. That's where it, it, it fits. Right? Also an eye for an eye is the Torah is teaching us that if if you you hurt um you maimed or you killed somebody from a lower class than you like in india has this caste system judaism tells us a human being is a human being eye for an eye well my eye is is uh, i'm from nobility i come from 
son after son after son after son of the great so-and-so. Judaism says, who cares? Who cares? It's an eye for an eye buster. So you kill somebody of the lower class, you're not going to get away with just paying money. Right? So we learn that from an eye for an eye. Another thing, and yes, you always need, Eileen brings up a good point. You always need two witnesses. If you don't have two independent witnesses who are not related to the perp, who are not related to each other, the witnesses, not related to the victim, if you have two independent corroborating witnesses, then capital punishment takes place, then corporal punishment takes place. If there are no witnesses, um, then there's no, there's no lashes, there's no death. And these witnesses, once again, can't be related to anybody and these witnesses can't even be related to each other and it can't be circumstantial witnesses well we saw him running after him and then with a knife and then we see him dead no that you have to see the act um that that's part and parcel of being a witness you have to see it from beginning to end no circumstantial evidence here i was once brought to uh, jury duty I was I was uh, picked. I was nominated, and the whole case was circumstantial. And I I said no, nope, no, nope. I cannot be, I can't punish somebody based on circumstance, my training. So the judge says, well, I can't compete with you, my monitors, Moses, and he dismissed me, which is was fantastic because I got home in time for dinner. Um, but but but. Yeah, circumstantial evidence does not wash at all, any way, shape, or form. The other thing, eye, eye, eye for an eye, is um, you, you, um, somebody, you're a nobleman, you're very fancy, you're a big macho. Um, On, on, on the big macha, right? So you, um, you, and you burn their field. You, 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 you smash up their car. You, you do something and you're, you're, um, and the, you know, you're a regular person, not even low on the caste system, but you're a regular person, but you hit a nobleman's car. You burnt a nobleman's field or, or you, you ruined his uh, house. You placed a bomb in his house when nobody was home. You can't say because it was a nobleman. You're gonna we're gonna deal with you extra harshly, because you did X and Y and Z with a person's car and house. It doesn't wash. Eye for an eye. So Judaism just looks at the person eye for an eye. There's not this fancy eye, this manicured eye, versus this unmanicured, unwashed eye. Likewise, teeth. You know, somebody has rotten teeth because they're in a caste system because they it doesn't it has nothing to do there's no there's no difference there's no change right you we deal with everybody equally and that's what it means eye for an eye feel free please to share this short clip um share it on your facebook share it other places if you have any questions you can feel free to ask um, here, or you can email me, rabbi at thechaicenter.com. Tomorrow, November the 10th, there will be no classes. I have a funeral. 
See you November 11th. God bless.